Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay. Sorry, flashbacks to your run. Yeah, so I did the um the winter ten K um in central London and um, I had a shocker of a race. Um I just had nothing. You know I mean I, I can't remember the last time this happened to me, but like I swear after about hundred meters I was like Nah, this ain't happening. <laughs> um, so I sort of slogged around anyway. And then... Did you... Uh, did, sorry, just to step back a bit. Were you expecting that? I mean, no, I mean, I should... I mean, <laughs> it was a bit of a last minute uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I shouldn't really have expected anything else. But <laughs> I thought I'd do it sort of, you know, a bit of effort, but not terrible. You know, not flat out. Yeah. And, and in fact, a bit of effort felt like flat out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then I ran home to make it a long run. And I ran exactly through here. And I know this route so well to home. Yeah. It's that thing where you know exactly how many miles you got. And <laughs> Not I got in to a good here. Way. Yeah. And I'm like, God, the last, from the end of Battersea Park here, it's four miles. And I was just telling myself, come on, get to t- if you get to two, you've got a bus option. <laughs> got to two, I was like, no. But oh my God, those two are two miles. I think they lasted three and a half weeks. Yeah, and how far was it from the, from the whole from the end of the race to your house? Oh, it was only um, I think it's about seven miles. Yeah, no so it was like fourteen it, total. And when you which in marathon training context is you know yeah, it's what you're not a lot. supposed to be doing. Dear listener, you're you're hearing the voice of Kate Carter. Hello, <laughs> hello. Nice to see you. Um, stepping in for Paul Tonginson, who is in uh, he's in Ireland. Oh, ah, that's where he is. Ah, should be sure. <laughs> well, that's what he's told me. He's uh, he's gone on a, a banshees of Inisher in a way weekend. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like a fun themed thing <laughs> where you go and I'm, I'm improvising. I haven't even seen the film, but I know why. So thank you and. Uh, Lovely to see you here in, as you say, beautiful Batsy Park. Yes, lovely, sunny, freezing day. <laughs> if you didn't bring back traumatic memories, <laughs> this would be great because uh, it was one of these ones, it was foggy. Was it foggy for you this morning? Yeah, really. It was still foggy when I left home. Half yeah, an hour it took ago. a while to lift and yeah. now suddenly the sun is shining. Yeah. I haven't got my sunglasses. <laughs> You've got yours. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the, 
10K was a tough one. I had a nice... Yeah. I did the uh, run-through 10K in uh, Queen Elizabeth Park. Oh, yes. Uh, at the beginning of February. February, beginning of February? Well, no, a couple of weeks ago. Anyway. Yeah. And um, I really enjoyed that. It was, it was like today. It was uh, really cold, which really helped. Wasn't it, yeah. I, I was ready for it and got a good time, but then... Uh, it was interesting how much it took out of me. It always takes me <laughs> by surprise yeah. how long it takes to recover from a hard run. Yes. Particularly when you're putting quite a lot of miles in, in general. Yeah, absolutely. When you go flat out, it really costs, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you get that thing as well? I find um, like long runs, long easy runs, I'm, I'm really tired afterwards, but I'm not actually that hungry. Yeah. If I do anything like hard effort, oh my God, all I can think about all day is food. That's right. And it's like... Um, <laughs> I'm like, I've only run 5K. And not just all day. It's like, um, uh, it's like Dom's, isn't it? You yeah, like, yeah, do yeah. a run and then uh, uh, the evening after, yes. the evening, you're like, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to need a double dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas after a marathon, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Weird. No, I'm completely the same as that. It's amazing. I can go out hungry and come home from a big long run not hungry because my body's kind of given up on the possibility but of getting food. Whole filming crew. What are they doing? Here. Oh, look. I think they've come to film us. Great. Yeah. Well, we look great. <laughs> Today's the day. Yeah. It's always nice here. Last time you ran here was a beautiful summer's day. Yes. And we were talking about your uh, uh, world record panda run. Oh, goodness, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's still. Um, Still gets kind of brought up quite a lot. Well, sorry to. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever live it down. <laughs> I mean, not that I You're want not to. You're not supposed though. to live it down. No. <laughs> the thing is, that people have that information, you know, it's just, it's down there in black and white. Yeah. That's my panda joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was that? Uh, 2019. Oh, okay. So classic uh, lockdown, it seems like it was about uh, a no, year it was ago. Pre- yeah, it was exactly, it was... It was um, yeah, no, you're right. It feels like about five minutes. Yeah. The whole of the sort of 2020, 2021. Yeah. Basically don't count, do they? No, they don't. I mean, depends what you got up to. Well, I, mean, I did get PBs, though, so that, does, that counts. <laughs> <laughs> did you get lockdown PBs? Um, when, yeah, the summer when it sort of started opening up again. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I guess that's that thing like with lockdown where you either go one way or the other. Yeah. Forget about running or go hardcore. And obviously I can only do my one run a day. But I don't know, I did, I did sort of a bunch of 5k races as soon as they were allowed. Yes. And got PBs. Oh, brilliant. For that. This um, is, I'm, I'm distracted by this yeah, film crew. You film. They're here, they're filming something, something quite, quite uh, exciting. Yeah. Let's a run straight through it and see if we can get told off. I like waving like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the pros here, really. Come on, guys. I saw a film the other day. I can't remember what it oh, was. Catering. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, we're, we're the runners in the. Yeah. yeah nearly claimed myself. This is high end. Yeah. Wow, we're in West London now, aren't we? Mm. All these trucks and everything. Good lord. This is a massive production. Yeah. What great. Do I always want to know what it is. Yes, I really need to know. I'll find someone. Yeah. I'll find out. It's Happy Valley, Happy Valley 4. <laughs> he lied all along. <laughs> so, uh, and what is that 5K PB? Um, 18.11. Very good. 18, yeah. That's tasty. <laughs> I wanted to try and get under 18. Yeah, and, and what I was were sort you? of edging towards it. And then, I kind of, you know, I think you're always, you have like a golden period. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, it just sort of tails off a bit. 
And I haven't gone back to that yet. <laughs> no, and also, there's that, it's really great to have those uh, hard bars of the minutes or the hours, depending on yes. what distance we're looking at. Yeah, completely. But they can be course, very misleading. Like, if your ceiling is, is you know, 18.10, it's, that's your ceiling, doesn't it? You know, yeah, absolutely. Your body doesn't know about 18 minutes. Try to clean heart, no. <laughs> As we know from where, uh, where good memory listeners will remember when we first ran with you and you were... You were wrestling with a uh, three-hour oh, marathon yes, yes. issue, which was entirely within this uh, compass. Yeah, absolutely. So, because my, my PB was uh, three hours, zero minutes, and seven seconds. Yeah, for for a good, I don't know, year and a half or yeah, two years. Yeah, and in anyone's book, that's a fantastic marathon time. But I yeah. shouldn't think that's the way you thought. About it. No, and it's ridiculous. I then, you know, ran under, but like by. <laughs> By like, you know, a handful of seconds. So physiologically, the difference is absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> one little push somewhere. Yeah. For a few seconds. Well, psychologically, you could. Yeah. Even, it's enormous, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shame. It's like all these. It's like all training and targets. They're very, very useful. Yeah. But but only if they're just getting you where you need to be anyway. Yeah. And they can create like too much pressure. Yeah. Which I think was my. My problem with it almost. It's funny, when I ran the 3007, I was quite happy with it because it was still a big PB. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, never mind, next time. <laughs> and the main problem was just that the next time kept not happening, you know? Yeah, yeah. So at first you were like, yeah, I can do it. Easy. Yeah, exactly. Well, I had that a bit just in a much vaguer, much less focused way Yeah. when I was running fast marathons. And I just thought, oh, that was good. I'll do a better one. Yeah. I'll do a better one. And I didn't. And also, I just, in that process, I lost all my joy. Yeah. I did some marathons that I just didn't find anything good in. Yes. So this is my situation. It was massively exacerbated by just not knowing what I was doing and just jumping in. You know what yeah, I mean? I wasn't yeah, sure. pacing carefully or anything. But it's still, it was the chase yeah. that did for me. But then sometimes as well, like I've had a bit of a thing since then. Of like I haven't really run a, a, a fast marathon since then. I've only done a couple, one of them being the Panda one. Yeah. And every time I've sort of started again, I just end up getting injured or... And I just don't have the... You know, I've kind of ticked that box. Yeah, yeah. And mentally, I think, yeah, okay, I could try and get a PB. But I know it's going to be very, very marginal. Yeah, I feel, so, bad. I feel bad saying it with him not here, but I'm sure that Paul wouldn't mind me saying. I think that it's really interesting that when he got his sub three, yeah, it's so enormous. You wouldn't expect any kind of negative to it, but it, it does take a lot of fuel out of your yeah, tank, doesn't it? It really did, yeah. You kind of wonder what you're... I always think of the Hemulin, if you'll forgive me, in Finn Family Moomin Troll. Oh, yeah. Who, right at the beginning, he, com- he absolutely he completes his stamp collection. yeah. And he's gutted. And I'm like, why are you <laughs> gutted? What are you do now? Like, well, I used to, I used to be a collector, and now I'm just an owner. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, I had it, it to a lesser extent last year because the race of the stones was such a big thing. Yeah. That just the rest of the year was like, yeah. Well, then there's the rest of the year. Yeah, you get that's that. It's a shame sort of to post. do that with six months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you could sort of say to yourself, oh well, I need for another race and stuff, but you, you need to care enough about it to. For that to be a driving force. Yeah, you can't just stick one in. Yeah. So, have you done a marathon since uh, since uh, since those five k since the lockdown? Come no. Back? So I was I trained a bit for uh, Berlin. So you were. Uh, 
Chained a bit for Berlin in yeah. 2022? Um, or was it 2021? I think it was last year. <laughs> 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 oh, God, what's time, what's time doing to me? Yeah. Um, but at any rate, I... Um, I got injured just before, right. and I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to be going for an amazing time. Right. Um, sadly, not PB. Uh, but I got uh, one of those annoying injuries that's badly timed. Right. Like a few weeks later, I was fine. It wasn't a big thing. It just kind of covered, just, covered the moment. Yeah. I yeah, actually I started it because I was going out anyway with friends, and you know everything was booked. So I thought, well, I might as well. Like, oh, with the physio's approval. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah, you could try. You're not going to... If you're in pain, stop. And what was the injury? But it was just a... God, you know, I barely even remember now. It was a sort of um, foot foot into Achilles kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I rested for a full week before. Um, yeah, she sort of said, look, you know, if it doesn't hurt, you're not going to damage yourself. That's fine. Yes. If it does hurt, stop. And I got to, like, five miles. And I was just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the adrenaline wasn't, you know, yeah, doing yeah, anything. Yeah. Uh, so. But it's also, you know, in the long game that we're talking about, there's a certain, I'm sure it didn't feel like that then. Yeah. But there's a certain luxury to the fact that you've done your winning marathons. Yes, I suppose and you've you got were able to say, prove. Okay, so we'll let that one go. Yeah. You know, Be another sensible. time that would have felt like the end. You know, yeah. Like, what am I oh, gonna I mean, do I now? still burst into tears and cried over my <laughs> friend. It's not this all time over my you, shoulder, you were crying rather yeah. than just uh, <laughs> yeah. getting teary eyes in the cold in weather. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never enjoyed. I was kind of telling you this in my head before I came over. I just, I've never enjoyed an international marathon. Really? Yeah, I don't. I think it's, I think it's my bad. I think I build too much into it. I get tired going there. Just Is that because you've always much. done them as like goal races? Yes, but also being me without the kind of couch of doing it properly. Right, okay. And uh, yeah, that, I mean, Berlin was because I was just there to go yeah. as fast as I possibly could. And I did. And then just, you know, and, 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 but I really, yeah. was my mindset was all off. I was having a rubbish time from like the Friday night, you know. Yeah. And Sometimes uh, even just going somewhere like that, travelling like that is a pressure. Yeah. Even if you don't have a goal. And in New York, this last time, yeah. I had such a nice weekend, but the marathon was so tough. Oh, it's a tough course that. Yeah, and yeah. the waiting, I think the waiting at the start costs so much. Oh, is it cold? Yeah, and yeah. just nowhere to sit. Yeah. Jet lag. Oh, that's, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go to New York as soon as, again, as soon as possible, but I don't think I'll ever do the marathon again. Oh, it's funny. I've, I've, um, I did it, my second marathon was New York, and it, I do remember it being really tough. Yeah. Um, but now, hind, luxury of hindsight and sort of rosy-tinted, enough years have passed. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'd like to do that one again. Well, that's what I did. Yeah, I went back. <laughs> I thought the first time it's because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. It was just as horrible this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think perhaps I didn't know what I was doing in a good way. Yeah. Like naivety is yeah, absolutely. Good thing, well, yeah. The trouble with the naivety is that you can't you can't curate it once it's no, done. It's no, gone. no, no, exactly. And in my case, that's when I was definitely at my fastest. Yeah. Was when I really didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but let's face it, I probably just didn't know how to time it and yeah. just told myself crazy lies. Yeah, I think I'm finished. <laughs> Well, you believe them. Marathon, <laughs> 19 miles, no yeah. trouble. So, have you done the, the, all the marathon majors? Yes, I have, yeah. Brilliant. I've got my big bling. Very good. See, I was daydreaming about that on one stage, but 
I never thought I was going to make it to Tokyo anyway. Yeah, I mean, no yeah, that was my favourite, I think. I think, yeah. I mean, London is favourite in a different way. Yeah. But um, Tokyo was amazing. I think because I did it as a, well, so I did it in the run-up to what I thought would be my serve three. Yep. So it was the sort of, uh, after I'd done Berlin and come really close, and I had this amazing spring where everything just clicked. I was getting PBs weekend after weekend. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, literally just ridiculous. Um, and I went to Tokyo, and I was gonna, I did it as my long run yeah, before great. London, which I was So gonna, you were at the height of your fitness, yeah. but you took the pressure off yourself. Yeah. And my then coach said, right, you can run it, he, you know, sort of sensible effort, uh, but no faster than 3.22. So I ran it in exactly 3.22. Oh, that's, and it felt like a yeah. day off. Yeah, honestly, it felt <laughs> people like... Who, people who fight their whole lives for yeah. uh, four or four and a half are going, damn it! Yeah, honestly, I mean, I don't know if it is just kind of that I've forgotten. There must have been bits where I was like, oh, come on, this is, you know, we're in the 20s now. Yeah, it's always going to be tough. But if you're but running within your power, it, yeah. it's not going to feel the same, is it? No, and I suppose I was just, you know, long run trained. and I just My memory of it was it was like cruising the whole way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I feel a bit like that. I keep saying, oh, you did this, I did this. But it's true that... Um, and three weeks before New York, so this connects to what we were just talking about. Yeah. That is kind of how I remember the last York Marathon. Yeah. But I, and it was, it was, and this is more recent, it's quite clear in my mind, I want to magpie. Yeah. And it definitely was tough, of course, in the inverted commas, second half, you know, 20 yeah. to 26. But yeah, I just felt like I had it. Yeah. And I felt like I'd already, I enjoyed it so much and felt so strong. Yeah. To 2021. That it was, yeah, it was difficult, but it was there was a but sense you only of had to grit your teeth hanging in the end. there rather yeah. than yeah. There's a fine, there's a difference. There's not a fine line. It's quite a broad yeah. line between finding it really hard and just putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah, and thinking I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I want to go home. You yeah. know, I'm coming yeah. off the you're just fighting off the course not to stop. and <laughs> the cab, and yeah. I'm never running again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which sounds dramatic, but we've all been. Oh there. God, yeah. You yeah. went there after the 10k on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I got, I got home on Sunday. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done this before. Normally, when I get home and I'm just, you know, your body's done, yeah. I kind of sit down on the sofa for a bit, get a, a bit warmer so my Reynolds doesn't go crazy, and then get in a hot bath. This time, I was just like crawled up the stairs yeah. and got into bed. Wow. And didn't get out for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My kids are like, you can have a shower. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to wash the yeah. sheets, but give me a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've got memories coming around here of uh, doing a run through 10K in here. Yeah. And this is the lap. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you go down here on the left and uh, That's a really finishing. nice event. I'll do that again. It is, but that finishing straight... My God, it feels long <laughs> when you're at the limit. Of it, just yeah. peel off and get it as we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. If you laid it out. I did, did a bunch of uh, races here last summer with the Vets AC. You're right. Um, and that's the finishing straight beyond there. And oh, my God. You know, I mean, you know, you're, yeah, they're not cheating you. It is exactly the distance it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're like, I swear this is more than five k. Also, I think, again, that naivety when I was here, I didn't know... Didn't know the park. Yeah. So I felt like we were wiggling and wagging around going to all these exciting new places. <laughs> I've seen it on the map. It's just a, a rectangle. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. So, so and then, and you're doing the London Marathon. I am, yeah. 
Um, funnily enough, I didn't really... I sort of, oh, I don't really know if I've got a place because I had a place for COVID year, right, twenty twenty, yep, which obviously didn't happen, yep, and then I didn't. I think at the next one I could have used it, but I didn't. I was injured, I think. Yep. Um, and then I got an email saying, "Oh, by the way, your twenty twenty place is still valid." I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that good or <laughs> when, bad? When was, when was this? When did you? Well, have I didn't to... confirm. There was a slightly. I think I misread the email. I was a bit confused. Yep. But it was confirmed at the start of this month. Um, and if I'd kind of asked or had used half a brain cell, I'm sure I would have known before then. So <laughs> yeah. Entirely well, my fault. Yeah, I, I thought mine was. I thought I had it all lined up, but they got in touch and said, "Can you confirm your place?" I was like, "Oh yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's quite yeah. good. It's quite um, what should we say? Clarifying." Yes. <laughs> no, I'm definitely doing that. Of, Yay! Oh, then a moment of oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a funny one because it's. Uh, I'm going for another two marathon month. Oh yes. Which uh, did that in. Had it lined up in 2020, yeah, didn't happen, which led to where you were, you know, like a dragster on the start point waiting for yeah. those 5Ks. I came out of lockdown with, you know, running slower, more yeah. miles, yeah, because I because because I held the taper, and then <laughs> as best I could, and anyway, so I did two marathons back to back, autumn 21, yeah, two weeks apart, and I really liked it. It felt really good. One was fast and the other one was, it was a little bit like your Tokyo in that I just sort of strolled it and it's still, yeah. it was still oh, good, a perfectly yeah. good run, you know. Stroll is strong, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so now I've got Brighton and then London three weeks later. Okay. But my York, New York thing, that was three weeks apart. Yeah. And I think I was, part of the New York thing is that I was blase. Yeah. So I'm currently trying to get my head around what I want from this season. Yes. Because I, I kind of had both these marathons in as long runs ahead of my next ultra, which is 50k in Brecon Beacons. I'm doing a 50k as well. Oh, when's that? I swore I'd never do one. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, who are we becoming? Yeah. What um, have you got lined up and when? Uh, I'm doing the, so there's a UTMB race called the Mozart 100. Yes. In Salzburg. And there's a baby, not 100, <laughs> Mozart 50. Yeah. Half a Mozart. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just a Mozart. Yeah. It's demi- more slightly less. I feel like there must be some musical, like a demi Mozart or something. <laughs> da, uh, da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I dare you, if you're there and you're not enjoying it, to go, oh, bloody hell. That's Beethoven. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. I'm going to have to go home. <laughs> Honestly, the whole, the whole of, I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, we're coming back to the film crew now. Well, let's count ourselves back in. Yeah. Kleiner, Kleiner, Nuck music. Yeah, yeah, there's some Mozart. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, so what we've we got to find out this time what they're filming and why. Yes. <laughs> and just point to a very professional microphone. So we are, we are media. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. part of this, so yeah. as you can see yeah. from our face dribbles. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're going to Salzburg's gorgeous yeah. as well. Yes. When is uh, that? Um, June, I think. Um, I'm being very blasé about it because 
I can't really think about it because I think I'll panic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> one step at a time. Yeah. So and also, it's got like a crazy long cutoff, and it's not particularly technical. Yeah, I was so going to say, is it how trailing is it? <laughs> I think if I can run bits and walk bits, I'll be okay. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's a lady here with a high vis and the thing. I'm gonna yes. ask. I'm gonna do it. Look, she's got a, a lanyard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi there. What's happening here today? What's happening here today? What? What are you filming? Oh, nice. Trying to pick out some costumes now. <laughs> nice. Is it uh, like a film or a TV show film? Yeah. Cool. cool. Well, thanks. Any, any other special secrets you can tell us? <laughs> Famous any international actors. superstars here today? No, no. Like, what use is that? And if we go oh, to catering, will they be able to tell that we don't work here? <laughs> <laughs> I've blown and it. We look so professional. I know. We've got microphones and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. A 70s set film. Do you think we should have run through with like the, like, what's that, the, the 70s, the 118 guys. Yeah, that's good. That would have been that look, I, I don't want to get. I'm going to name the uh, the athlete, but of course, um, I'll get it wrong. And after Mozart, it'd be so shameful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seventies, yes. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of uh, Marathon Daughter Man. You know the funny thing about Dustin Hoffman in Marathon Man? He's this uh, obsessive runner who's obsessed with marathons, and he's never run one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? I don't think I've ever seen that film. Oh, it's really good. I saw it in classic uh, of the era style. Taped it off the telly and watched it over and over again <laughs> when I was about five, <laughs> ten years too young. <laughs> Did you have a, um, so like when you tape things on VHS, we had like a, a filing card system that you had to write down what was on each. Like my dad had this whole numbered system. Yeah, no, it wasn't as efficient as that. <laughs> well, was I mean, we always forgot and then got into terrible trouble. Not for taping something yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was a, I was on a, uh, 
kids game show yeah when i was about 1984 and uh, it's so funny to watch it when we watched it again because I, I put it in my first edmund show yeah so we had to get the vhs and cut it down and as it finishes the screen goes you know the huge horrific sort of scrub of a, a yeah. grainy black and white sparks and then uh, and then it was replaced by Wham getting interviewed on an open top bus. Amazing. And then that goes, and then it was replaced by Torval and Dean doing the Bolero. Wow. So, I mean, it's what like a vintage piece. We should just put it in the ground and say, there you go, 1984. Yeah, time capsule. Time capsule. <laughs> that must have been around the time when. So, my dad entered, uh, so I grabbed my Putney, um, and there was like. Uh, Putney Common had like a, a fair that was not a fun fair there was like community stuff yep. and there was a driving competition <laughs> for Wandsworth Driver of the Year Nice. and my dad got through to the final um, and the first prize was a car and the second prize was a VHS player <laughs> which gives you a sense of how expensive they were at yeah that yeah point. and how exciting yeah so me and my sister were like don't win <laughs> come second come second yeah. and then we were really gutted. He went and won it. He won a car. No, what use was a car for us? <laughs> we had a car. That's fantastic. We've got a car. Yeah. Everyone's got a blooming car. <laughs> <laughs> Our friends over the other side of, um, you know, the square where I lived. Yeah. They had uh, one of the first video recorders. And of course, what did they get? The big mistake you could make if you were an early adopter. Betamax. Betamax. <laughs> Much oh, better no. technology. Yeah, what was the... What was the, ver the DVD version of that? There was uh, DVD and... Blu-ray or Blu earlier yeah. than that, Laserdisc. Laserdisc, that's the one yeah. I'm thinking of, yeah. Because yeah. Blu-ray still had a bit of uh, credibility, didn't it? Yeah, that's right, you can still get them. Yeah. But Laserdisc, no. No. <laughs> I think also Laserdisc is right on the cusp of when, instead of looking forward to the future, we started living in it. Yeah. So Laserdisc, even when it came out, it sounded... Slightly yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, well, do you want me to yeah. buy a ray gun? <laughs> what is this? It was sort of Back to the Future stuff, wasn't yeah. it? Martin McFly on his hoverboard would have had a, a laser disc or two. It's amazing how um, data storage is so absolutely at the heart of what happened. You know, yeah. we thought 50 years ago it would be about you know food coming in pills and yeah. living in space yeah. but it's really just it's about how small just, you can yeah, make songs piece of information yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's so true it changes everything <laughs> yes why have they not done the same thing for food yeah that's You're right. right like the same logic you'd it's have like a pill thing. <laughs> but the logic I suppose would be you'd have the pill but it would still taste like the three course meal yes so it's more like Willy Wonka than uh, space food. Yeah, exactly. That's the magic. <laughs> and you still see it, you know, Ray in Star Wars adds a bit of water to a bit of powder and it turns into a thing. Yeah. But it's a very mid-20th century idea of what, yeah. what happens in space. I think if we did actually have to go and eat in space, it would be a lot more like, and now people who know what goes on will be clapping their hands to their forehead again. <laughs> imagine it being a little bit more like going to the high seas in an Elizabethan galleon, you know. Yes. So we've got 80 barrels of salt beef. Yeah. <laughs> we should be yeah. able to live on Mars for about three months. I, I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about how um, NASA spacesuits, or all spacesuits, have like a nose-scratching pad, <laughs> because apparently it can literally drive you insane if you can't scratch your nose. <laughs> oh, this That's is a sort beautiful. of low-tech So you kind of just thing. lean forward and go... Yeah, like yeah. a cat, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. You don't hear about that. 
No. They don't mention that in the right stuff. <laughs> and they don't talk much about going to the toilet either. Do they? <laughs> no. <laughs> You'd have wanted one of those in your panda head. <laughs> that would have been good, yeah. yeah. Also a forehead mopper. Although I know that the world records people are so strict, they probably would have said, wait a minute, no scratcher. <laughs> yeah, it's that like the Guinness, Guinness World Record equivalent of doping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Performance enhancing no scratcher. Yep. And, oh, you miss it. I had to stop and scratch my nose at 23 miles. <laughs> yeah, would have got a PB, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, talking to PBs, we came away from London, so it's Salzburg's in June. Yeah. Well, we're not going to think about that. Yeah. Well, that's your first, going to be your first 50k? Yep. Exciting. First ultra, yeah. I think it's... Here we go. I know we're not talking about it, but I will say, I think it's a bit... It's a bit risky. Yeah. Because you're good at marathons that it's not that much longer than a marathon and it's not particularly trailing. That temptation to... Oh, I think I've... I, I, don't worry. I mean, as soon as you put a hill in front of me, that temptation goes. Oh, good. good. I'm like... Uh, <laughs> you know how um, Mariah Carey famously didn't do stairs? Yes. I'm like that with hills. <laughs> um, Unless you're broken and there's a bed at the top. Well, yes. And even and then, then I'd crawl. probably crawl backwards or Crying. something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like the joke of my running buddies that I'll like literally run a five mile detour to avoid a, a small hill yeah <laughs> well it's I, I think that I do uh, these days I do enjoy a tiny bit of gradient on a on a fast short run than I used to yeah but we're not talking hills yeah we're just talking a little bit of bit some incline. dynamics yeah so you can think I'm pushing here and but I'm taking it, it easy back. here yeah but it's within the, the, the needle is just yeah it's just waggling a little bit you know? yeah and of course you get to proper hills on a ultra distance you're supposed to walk up them yes I'm, I'm, I'm down with that yeah I had that I was running in the in the Yorkshire Dales on Sunday and there was only one steep bit and I got to it on the way back. I was going. I found it going down. It, it was like, oh, heck, yeah. this is steep. <laughs> and uh, in fact, I was listening to Connected by the Stereo MCs. Yeah. And the backing vocalist was, was saying over and over again, "Stumble, you mad fall." <laughs> so I was like, "I know." Let's <laughs> rub it in. Anyway, <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, on the way back, I thought, "Wow, this is trail training. I should walk." And I felt very conflicted. Yeah. Anyway, I ran up it. And something in my calf went doing. I was like, oh no! See, yeah, <laughs> see, not good for you, hills. Yeah. So there we go. Come with a health warning. But yeah, so we're both in a similar situation, looking at London, going, ah, oh, we are doing London Marathon. Yeah. So and it's of course the London Marathon itself is making a return to the spring. Yes. Yes. Well, sort of back to the normal schedule now, isn't it? Yeah. No more crazy two two in a year so i did it i did uh i did a virtual london marathon in 2020 yeah real london marathon 2021 yeah and then i didn't do it last year but i was on the cutty sark watching it go past oh which is incredible yeah such an experience i've heard it so many times from my family but i've never been there I, Spectator, um, it's so moving. I, I watched it last year as well. But you see, this confirms my theory. The Cutty Sark only exists on London Marathon Day. <laughs> Never seen it outside. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the year, they fold it up. It's actually like a elaborate pop-up. Yeah, yeah. They fold it up and they put it away. And then, <laughs> so you think that, but I was definitely on deck. 
So yeah, but that was because Lord Byron died. But it was so on the day. That's right. That's not in the magic. To quote happens. Gareth in Four Weddings and a Funeral, it's Brigadoon. It's bloody Brigadoon. <laughs> well, maybe that's um, because it's uh, two in six months. Yes. Maybe it won't be there this time. Oh, yeah. Maybe they've used <laughs> up their magic, possibly, yeah. That's no, it is amazing watching running past it, it. That's it? not the cutty stuff. That's the Mary Celeste. Yeah. That's where it went. <laughs> Iceberg. <laughs> yeah, we're really mixing up all our boats. <laughs> so, yeah, good theory. I think you're right. Where were you watching last London? Um, just on the highway. So, you know, there's that, that switchback. So, you oh, can yes, see people at, like, 14 miles or... Whatever it is, and then yeah. 20, 22 ish. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. So you can see your teammates, your friends twice. Yes. Without moving. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Hopping around and seeing. Yeah, I find once. that idea a bit stressful. Yeah. Crowds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just sit and well, stand and watch. Yeah, yeah, it's amazingly emotional, isn't it? It really is. And, and of course, it's incredibly emotional when you do it, but it's a very different journey. And of course, when it's you, it's lovely to be surrounded by all that. Yeah. But it's kind of behind a... You've got a force field of your own problems, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Problems is the wrong word, of your own experience. Yeah. And You're in your own little sort of bubble. Yeah. And then it might be a happy bubble, it might be a world of pain. And you watch but, all those people and it's, you're getting all of that. You kind of fall in love with every single one of them. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of, all the stories going past you. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it yeah. really is amazing. So, what are you going to, uh, what's it going to be like? What's your plan? What's your uh, schedule? Um, are you going to make sure you don't run it any faster than 322? <laughs> I, uh, I honestly think I'm just going to get around, try to yes. enjoy it. Um, maybe if, if I get into feeling kind of consistent and a good, good enough shape to trust myself, I will maybe offer to pay somebody. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. A friend or something. Although even then, only if I feel I can, you can do, it. do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, You've got yeah, to yeah. be... You can't let them down. No, but it would be a good way to kind of formalise your own pace in a useful way. Yeah, exactly. Without necessarily breaking yourself on the wheel yeah. and going faster than you're And ready I to actually go. think one of my favourite Londons that I've done was um, uh, pacing Sophie Rayworth. Oh, yes. Um, where it's just sort of, I don't know, you just kind of, maybe it's because it just takes you out of yourself. Yeah. It's like that awful thing in a marathon where you do go into your own little world. Into a little tunnel. Oh, yeah. yeah. But because you're thinking about someone else yeah it does it's actually selfishly good for you as well yeah yeah just the, just a pacing relationship yeah it just kind of grounds you within the run and also you know saying after what we were just saying about you know it's a third way isn't it because you've got doing the marathon yeah you're in your own little bubble watching the marathon you're looking at 50,000 stories yeah um but if you're in some relationship with someone who's going at a similar speed to you particularly if it's like a pacing thing so it's not we're not talking chatting or yeah. sharing a costume or something but it just grounds you doesn't it yeah it, it really does yeah because i've done you know, had relationships with pacers not not like that in the, <laughs> in the yorkshire marathon which is something i've never really done in my running yeah and it just leads to good runs yeah i actually did my first official pacing recently i did the uh, Royal Parks. Oh, yeah. Um, what a lovely run that is. It's a lovely run. And the really lovely thing I realised when I did it was, so I was pacing 145. Yeah. And almost to the day, it was 10 years since my first half marathon, uh-huh. which was Royal Parks. Yes. Which I ran in about 145. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a lovely kind of 
cyclical whatever moment. And when you pace like that, you know, properly, <laughs> yeah. I know so little about it, do you, how much headspace do you give yourself? Like, would you say to yourself, I could, I can probably run this in 135, so I'll like pace one. Yes, I think you have to be, I think there's a sweet spot with pacing. You want to be at a pace that you consider, for you, to be a sort of easy run pace. Yeah. But not, not actually too slow. No, because you'll be, because you can't drive you'll, along you'll dabbing get, the brakes as well. your pace goes completely off. Yeah, and you'll tie yourself out. Yeah. Trying and you to just don't it. really, you just don't really kind of have the rhythm. Yeah. Of knowing, yeah, I'm definitely just consistently running here. You just keep having to slow down or yeah, yeah. look at watch, you know, and you don't want to be giving off nervous, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, you don't <laughs> kind want of to, vibes. They want to feel like you don't yeah. have to think about it. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. You want your pacer, however much they may be kind of having a bad day, you want them to look like they're finding it easy, right? Yeah. Because if they're not finding it easy, then that's like. I don't know, I think you must kind of psychologically just sort of absorb this sense that it's not easy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite a balancing act, isn't it? Yeah. Cheers. One more time round? Yeah. Let's do it. We can, we know everything about the uh, film crew, so we can be yeah. really blasé this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, just us again. <laughs> Unless she calls out to us, oh, by the way, Brad Pitt's arrived. <laughs> Brad! Oh, he's, can he wait? Because we're just doing another lap. Yeah, yeah, we'll see him in a minute. Yeah. Brad, just cut. Yeah. Take five. <laughs> so, so you don't know yet if you were to pace what that pace would be? No, no. I'll, uh, I'll wait and see. Um, see how it goes. I will be chasing you down later to find out. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I've, uh, I'm kind of battling a bit of uh, long run hate at the moment, generally. Yeah. Um, just being out of the habit of it, maybe? I don't know. Get some pictures of these. Oh, yeah, bikes. look. They're here. Gorgeous. It's begun. Spring has sprung. Oh, I don't think I've seen any uh, snowdrops yet, funnily enough. But I've heard tell of such things. And just as our run comes to an end. Oh. Perfect. Look at that. Yeah, we did... We've done just under six. Lovely. Just under an hour, in fact. Look at that. Oh, perfect. With Paul Tonkinson and Rob Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.